You're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me. How you doing? Happy Monday. Um, I'm doing pretty good on purpose, though, because this morning I set the tone for my day by listing out all of our wins, big and small, in my prayer journal. I felt the need to do that because I tend to lead with the negative when writing in my prayer journal, partially to be dramatic and partially to look back and see how God came through and handled the situations I wrote down. But today I led with the positive and praise God for all of the wonderful things that he is doing in, for, and through us. When I closed my journal, I was in such a good mood, y'all. I was ready to attack the day with confidence and determination because I basically told myself what kind of life I have and motivated myself to keep the party going. Essentially, I counted my blessings and baby, they are plentiful. If you know me or have listened here for any amount of time or have read my book, then you know that I am very big on mindset. I think that if you store up negativity, the negativity is what is going to come out of you. And if you focus on the negative things in your life, in the world, in other people, you won't have the space to recognize the positive. And ultimately, that's going to make the task to produce some good stuff in your life or to make changes from that mindset an uphill battle. And I can attest to that fact. I can attest to the fact that you become stuck in a cycle of cynicism and hopelessness because of the thoughts and beliefs you choose to entertain because that's kind of where I've been for a while I wasn't always like that for the majority of my life I have typically been sunny and optimistic full of hope and near certainty that despite how things looked or felt in the moment things would work out for the best And I enjoy being that person. I enjoy being the person to spread that perspective and to rub off positively on others. But over the last few years, I found my sunny moods have been mostly cloudy. My leading with negativity has left the private pages of my journal and entered into my everyday conversation. And I don't like that. I just, I don't like that one bit. So I've been actively working on my own mindset, filling my mind with positive again. So that positive will start to flow out again. Luke 645 says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Now, don't get me wrong. I like the version of me that I'm becoming. I'm definitely stronger. I'm more self-assured, more honest. I'm quick to set and enforce boundaries now. I'm more organically confident and all of that good stuff. But I also enjoy being sunny and optimistic and joy-filled like the person I once was. And I think there can be a balance. There's a balance to take no crap, but also do no harm. You know, as much as it depends on me because... You can't control how people take you or how they perceive you to be or how they interpret your words and actions. But I've been thinking about it and I believe I'm on the right track. Last year, I prayed to grow in the area of boldness. I created and found art with the affirmation, 
be bold on it and hung it around my house. I looked up the definition. I wrote it out. I hung that up too. Boldness is defined as a willingness to take risk and act innovatively. And it's also defined as confidence or courage. What's the opposite of being bold? Playing it safe. What is playing it safe rooted in? Negativity. It's looking at everything that can go wrong before even considering what can go right. What is negativity rooted in? Fear. In today's episode, I want to talk about a particular type of crippling fear that really holds us back, and that's the fear of failure. So maybe you're like me and you're not afraid to fail. I can sing. Notice I didn't say sing. That's another level of singing, but I can carry a note. So when I was in high school, I decided to sing the national anthem before one of our basketball games. I had practiced all week. It wasn't going to be a Whitney Houston level rendition, but I put my little sauce on it. During our pregame cheerleading practice, my coach pulled me aside to go over the song a couple of times and we both thought it sounded pretty good and I was ready. A half an hour later, I stood center court with a mic in my hand. I smiled at the packed crowd standing with hands over their hearts and started. Oh, say can you see? My voice bounced off the walls and back into my ears and my nerves subsided. So far, so good. What so proudly we held. I'm not singing for real. Can you tell I'm not going to sing for real? Not here. Anyways, faces shot in my direction like, oh, I didn't know Alicia could sing. I felt that energy and I got even more into it. And the rockets. <clears throat> Dang it, baby. I forgot about them rockets. <laughs> my voice cracked like an egg. The bombs bursting. Whew. Honey, them bombs were a bust. And by this time, both teams and their coaches were choking back laughter while trying to be respectful to America. My eyes started to water too, but not from tears. I wanted to laugh. That mess was funny. Finally, I finished. Everyone clapped. I laughed it up with my teammates and took my place on the sidelines. I was a cheerleader, so I was forced to be front and center for the whole game. I put myself out there for everyone to see, for everyone to judge if something went wrong, and it did go wrong. That was not how I envisioned that performance going at all. Look, I never wanted to be a professional singer, but I am a performer to the core. So I had enough confidence in my ability to at least try to sing in front of a crowd in a serious capacity. And I failed. I could have run away crying and hiding my face, but back then I knew how to laugh at myself. Somewhere along this journey of life, I had lost that ability. Can you still laugh at yourself? Does that does that come with maturity? Is it is it putting away childish things? I mean, really, like, why do we take ourselves so seriously? Certainly some mistakes we make can be life or death, right? But a lot of the risks we avoid are to protect our egos, our reputations, or how people perceive us. As we grow older, I think we have less capacity for discomfort, less bandwidth for uncertainty. We live more life and we grow more cautious. We get more sensible, but also just more jaded and cynical. We become realistic and don't allow ourselves to dream or to take risks because the stakes are higher if we fail. We have a spouse now. We have a house now. We have kids now. We're not as young and energetic as we once were. We trust ourselves less to take bold action because there's more weight on the win. So we settle down and we settle in 
and we start accepting the life we live. We don't want to lose this, but this is not what we want at all. Huh? How does that work? It doesn't. It only leads to feeling stuck and miserable. If you don't change, nothing else will. No one is going to try for you. Since that day in high school, I've tried other things and failed more times than I can count. And I haven't always laughed about it either. Sometimes it hurt. What I feared then occurred. I failed. People laughed at me. I laughed at myself. Have I sang again in public since? Absolutely. That moment did not define me. Your failures don't define you. They do give you definition though, like the pain and struggle of working out and eating well will eventually give you a six pack if you do it consistently enough. In that same vein, we should fail often and fail consistently because failure helps us to grow. It builds up our resilience to take more risks, bigger risks, and to potentially reap bigger rewards. For many years, I've countered my fears with 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. I'm putting it back in rotation because there is too much work to be done to be scared. It's dark out here and we got to shine some light, fam. I want to be bold. I want to take risks, big and small, with the spirit of power, love, and self-discipline that I've received from God. God can do something with your faith and works. I want to believe boldly for my children and their dreams. I want to be disciplined in my business and purpose. I want to love others deeply and unconditionally and all that can be hindered by fear. Fear is an overwhelming desire to preserve and protect yourself. And in that sense, it is very useful, but I want to believe and live as if God can protect us and can accomplish much through our obedience, even, even in fear and through our willingness to take L's. A willingness to take L's, to take a loss, also creates the ability to get a win. If you're not willing to lose, you're not willing to win. I'm going to keep it real with you. Your fear of failure is keeping you out of the game. You think you're controlling the results by not participating, but in reality, you're cheating yourself. You're in the crowd, with the crowd, laughing at the singer out there, standing alone with a crackling voice, thinking, I'm glad that's not me, but your laughter takes nothing from the singer. She'll go on to take more L's and get more wins and be better for having tried. She'll live more life because she's willing to take that risk. Other people's laughters will not take anything from you either if you don't allow it to. You determine who and what has power over you. You yourself have the power and ability to do better, to be better, to have better, to feel better and more. But that power is activated through intentional action. Bold action requires you to push past fear and embrace failure. So don't lead with all that can go wrong. Start with all that is going and can go right if you do take that risk. You may fail, but the sting of failure will eventually go away. It won't be the end of the world. <laughs> with the right mindset, you can pick yourself up and go even further than where you started from. Don't fear failure. Laugh in its face. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. That's A-L-I-C-I-A. And let's chat about it. 
If you know someone who's like us, share this episode with them. Um, I set a goal of 10,000 downloads for 2020. So if you can help me reach that goal by spreading the word, I would be so grateful. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to fine podcasts. Maybe you're like me, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Um, Yeah, anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. Okay, bye.